Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com, cuz, and this is the show where I ramble and rant and, and give you a little uh, creeping thing to my mind and whatever the hell's going on in there. I make fun of some weird ass new stuff, cuz why not? And I tell you about a podcast that you should be checking out, especially because this one is potentially going away. I don't know exactly. (sighs) Hello, dear listener. (laughs) How you doing this week? I'm not as brain fried as last week, so that's a good thing for me. I never did figure out really what it was I was going to talk about. That's kind of sad. <laughs> I thought after everything last week, I was going to be able to to figure out, like, what was it that I meant to talk about? Nope, never did. But I, did, I got stuff this week, so we're, we're off to a better start. Because it's the last week of school for my boys. Yay. <laughs> and it's... An, it's I, I don't mean to sound unenthusiastic. Is that the word? I don't know. I don't mean to sound down about it. Okay, I did a little bit because it's funny that way. But I... We have a routine. And if you've been listening for a while, you understand that... And you, you've heard me say that me and the boys during the day have a, a certain routine and we, we we kind of have a schedule that we go by and the little boys they have a certain way of they do things a certain way and they play a certain way and when anything messes with that like one of their brothers being homesick or just not having school that day or spring break or my wife being home from work any of those things or a doctor's appointment even any of those things that changes our, our our routine for the day really messes us up. We just can't get things done right if something affects that routine. So when, you know, it's the last week of school and now it's going to be two months of brother's home. And then, of course, we have our vacation in July, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. Maybe if I remember, (laughs) don't quote me on that. I might forget, but when now summer comes, that just completely throws everything off. And the only good thing I can say is that it gives me more time during the weekdays because I'm not having to base all of our, our time of everything around when we have to go pick them up, when we have to go pick the, the older boys up from school, because That really does completely shape our entire afternoon, especially like, I mean, say like a recording day, you know, I've got X amount of time because I've I've got a hard out. I've got to go pick the boys up at this time. We got to leave. Well, if there's no school, I've got a little more flexibility there, but that's me on one particular day of the week. But really the biggest thing that's always affected was the afternoon period between when 
I go pick them up basically from two o'clock until five o'clock when I leave for work, we have a very tight amount of time because it was always, well, is, you know, the going to go pick up the boys from school, get them home. And then we get home just after three. And in that time, they've got to get their homework done. We've got to make sure the house is straightened up and clean up any messes from kids playing during the day, stuff like that, you know, and then get dinner made, get the boys fed. I've got to get ready for work and do all that stuff. And that's all got to get done in basically that little two hour period. And it's, it's very tight in the afternoons. Not a lot can get done outside of that. And so it is, it's helpful when they're not in school because suddenly, you know, if everybody wants to take a long nap in the afternoon and what something like that, we can do that. That's totally feasible, but it still kind of throws off our routine because the older boys don't want to take a nap because they're too old for taking a nap, but whatever, but you know, it, it still throws off our routine, but something else that's going to throw off our routine this summer besides vacation, because that's a whole other thing is this summer is the it's it's bugs last summer before he starts school next year. And we've decided this year we're going to put all of the boys, the school age boys are going to a like summer it's it's a they're calling it a camp at school it's kind of like a a prep two weeks of of school prep for next year kind of stuff and it's funny because it's like a week after school lets out so they're going to be out for a week and then they're going to go do this thing for two weeks but it's it we kind of like this because this is going to help the older boys with, okay, this is what to expect. So they're not just completely blindsided next year, but it's also going to be bugs first experience leaving because he's always been the one home with me. And so he's going to be going to school with his brothers and it's like three, four hours a day for two weeks. So it's like, you know, if you, they're basically getting out at the same time they would if they had early release for school. And so, you know, take them to school in the morning, pick them up in the afternoon, you know, and this will be bugs first experience with that. And so we're, we're excited for this because it's going to be, it'll be helpful for him kind of getting broken into school and the routine of school on a, on a smaller scale. And it'll hopefully help with the boys not having so much summer brain fry. Cause you know how that goes. You know, you go, you, you check out of school on that last day in those two months, you, you, you forget a lot. And I, I, I'm guilty as charged. I was that guy and I'm a math whiz. I I'm great with math, but every summer I would brain fry out like the last semester of school, seriously. And it wasn't so much that I would forget it, but it would just scramble in my head. And so I'd spend like the first three or four weeks of the next year getting readjusted and, and, and reorganizing everything to get all the stuff that I know, I know back in order so I can do it again. And I know there are people that'd be like, Oh, well, if you do a summer reading, if you're reading, if you're doing, it's like, 
summer is not summer for kids is not for continuing to do educational shit. Unless you're one of those weird ass overachiever kids and screw you overachiever kids and you're overachieving this. And I, I, I was an honor student, but I was not about to waste my summer reading and, and doing extracurriculars. I was going to enjoy my summer being lazy and, and going to the pool and watching lots of TV and wasting away my summer because damn it, that's what summers are for. <laughs> but we, we want to do this for the boys because we feel like it'll, it'll be helpful for them for next year. Especially Bugs, so because it's his first experience with school and he's really excited for school. But also, this little two-week period is going to be the first time for me and Sam, our youngest, by ourselves. Because he's always had his big brother there with him. And it's always been, for the most part, it's always been, you know, me with the with the little boys. And even when it was just Charlie going to school and then Damien started going to school, they always had each other. And now suddenly bug is going to school. And now it's just going to be me and Sam and, you know, having to get used to that <laughs> for both of us. Cause it's going to be, you know, him getting used to it, just being two of us and me having to get used to it, just being the two of us. And it's really honestly going to change things. There's always been somebody else when Damien was home with us and there were three of us at home or when it's been two of us at home and now or two other two of the boys with me. And now it's just going to be me and Sam all by ourselves. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. What happens with us? I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a fun little experiment. (laughs) I mean, not an experiment because it's just going to keep going on. That's going to be it for a couple of years until he starts school. But still, it's it's going to be interesting to see how that changes things and how that goes. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> but it, it's been, it's weird thinking about it. It's like that the boys only have a few more days of school this year. And then the whole summer, the summer camp, school camp thing is, is a very new experience for them and for us. We've never done that before. We just felt like it's something we wanted to do for Bug. And they also offer a thing for the older boys. So we're like, hell, screw it. Let's throw a ball in there. <laughs> so this is, it's going to be interesting. I've, we've never done something like this before. I'm, I'm very curious to see what they think of it and if they want to keep doing it and what bug thinks of school. And luckily it's going to be put on by his teacher for next year. So he'll really be, uh, you know, comfortable with her. And that was actually Damien's kindergarten teacher in that school. So we're, we requested that by the way, because he knows her and she knows him and us and is a little more prepared. And so there, there, there's a familiarity there that we feel like they kind of need because if he knows the teacher already and he likes her, cause she's a really nice lady. We really liked her before that she even won an award, um, the year at the beginning of this year, not when he, uh, Damien was in her class, but she actually won an award because she's just this awesome kindergarten teacher. But we just wanted him to kind of get used to school. And so, you know, we're gonna see how it goes. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to see what things are like one kid down. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, 
I've gotten so used to them being around. And then as they start, you know, I, I'm not like my wife. I don't sit there crying when it's first day of school. I don't even take them to school on the first day. My wife does. And she takes the day off of work to take them. And I've, t- I've talked about this before. She takes that day off because, you know, she's going to kind of be a mess. But And she could just take a half day. I don't know why she, but it's one of those. She wants to be there to take them to school and to pick them up on the first day. How was your day? And what did you think of your teacher? And, you know, all that stuff. And she loves doing that stuff. Even though when she drops them off in the in the morning, she's crying her eyes out and she's, she's like that every year, but especially now because it's bug and it's, he's, he's just a total cuddle bug and he's super sweet. And it's going to be really interesting to see how she does with this. I don't think it'll be as hard for her. I don't know, because I don't know what, what's going to happen with the summer. Cause she's not going to be taking them for the summer stuff. So we'll see. I don't know. I keep saying that. We'll see. It's a big we'll see, but I don't know. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) I'm going to take a break because you know how time gets away from me. So I'm going to take a break. I'm going to play some promos and we'll be right back with the news. You like action? Yes. Adventure? Of course. Spooky ghosts. Um. Scary monsters. Not really. Then why not check out Medley Kids? Listen in as Chris and Kaylee take a journey through the adventures of Scooby Doo and those humans he's deemed cool enough to hang out with him. Listen everywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Like right next to that clue over there. Or at medleykidspod.com. It's 7.38. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. Woo. This is Leo. This is Kitty. This is Fez. This is Jackie. This is Cobra. What's up? And Midgey. We are Afterburn 739 Podcast coming to you from Squish Bar. Tune in every week and hear us talk about anything and everything. We are not politically correct. We are certainly not well informed. Sometimes we will make shit up. But we will make you laugh. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Afterburn739.com. And Twitter and Afterburn739. What's Stitcher? Hello, Hello kitty. kitty. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. My jingle. <laughs> and you never know who might turn up in Squish Bar in the Turkey Bucket Gallery. It's news time, and I, I could say I have a theme with this one, and it's very vague. But I kind you could kind of interpret everything as a everything's a waste of money. <laughs> let's let's get going. First up, covered bus stop bench installed on a road with no bus service. Yeah, uh, way to go, UK! A a UK town spent six thousand pounds. Pounds is in money for you Americans who aren't paying, who aren't thinking about it that way. Six thousand pounds to install a covered bus stop on a road that does not have bus service. Now, in their defense, there was actually service on the road at the time that the work was commissioned, 
But between the point when they said, hey, we're going to upgrade the bus stops on this route, and when they actually installed the bus stop, the route was changed. And there's no longer any service on that road with that bus stop. So now they have this nice, fancy new bus stop in the middle of a road with no buses. Just a pretty bench. Apparently, they, they're, they're saying they want, they're, they're looking into possibly um, moving it and just putting it, you know, sending it somewhere else because, hey, it's a, it's a brand new bench and all that jazz. And it's like, I mean, for all intents and purposes, they could just, I guess, cut it out of the concrete or whatever. And just, you know, cause it's, 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 it's a, it's a bench with a shade, <laughs> but it's just really funny that they, and they painted the lines and all that stuff on the sidewalk for a bus stop that it, no. Yeah. Ultimately, the, the, the big lesson here, communication. <laughs> this is just what it was from a cool hand, Luke. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Yeah, that's it. All right, moving right along. <laughs> We're jumping over to Ireland for a man who spent... Almost $4,000, don't know why this one's uh, labeled in dollars and not pounds or is it? I don't know. I think it's quid. Whatever. (laughs) $4,000. I don't know why I'm trying to get in the particulars of foreign currency right now. But man who spent nearly $4,000 lowering his car now wants the city to pay for damages because he can't go over any speed bumps. Yeah. So guys in Limerick, Ireland, he spent about four grand to have his Volkswagen lowered. So it's only about four inches off the ground, which if anybody's seen a car that's lowered to about four inches, that's just body damage waiting to happen. Seriously. You look at a, at a pothole and you're going to, scratch that car. So the, the, the big problem is though, that on his route to work, he has to pass through this town and that town installed a bunch of what he's claiming are six inch high speed bumps. The city's saying they're only three inches and they basically put them because I guess they know that they're kind of a, a, a pass through town and people go from one place to another. And they drive through here and so they put in a bunch of speed bumps to keep people from speeding through town. Makes sense. Lots of places do it. I see that a lot when we travel across country, when you go back to Texas, small towns will put a lot of speed bumps when you're going from highway speed into town so that you're not doing 65 or 70 miles an hour going through the town where the speed limit's like 45. And so, yeah, it it makes sense. Totally makes sense. So he's saying the the speed bumps are six inches, which is ridiculous. That's really high. Again, if you're, if you're paying any attention to the the math here, that's a really high speed bump. Again, they're saying they're only three inches. Now, again, not to get into details, but are these like those big wide speed humps 
that theoretically he could go over and like, I don't know. Are those like the ones you see in a parking lot where they're really stumpy, where it's only just like a few inches wide and it's just really tall and kind of blocky and they hit hard when you go over those and you practically have to stop? Or are they like the wide humps to just make you slow down or you're going to launch your car? I don't know. Didn't say. No pictures of the speed bumps. Not that that's really important. Anyway, (laughs) apparently him going over said speed bumps has caused about $2,500 in damages to his car and has forced him to change his route to one that adds another 30 miles a day to his drive. And now he wants the city to pay for the damages to which the city said in, in probably much politer terms, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, you, you should really go actually read the link in the, in the show notes, read, read the story because if you go through and read the story as it's written, and when I actually was like, you'd think I wrote this. At the end of the story, the guy actually just straight up calls him a dumbass. It's great. So, because that's exactly what it is. This guy voluntarily lowered his car to a point where it, in any circumstance, was potentially hazardous. Period. I mean, if he runs into any hills or any sort of terrain, again, a pothole could damage his his car at that height just because of the bounce of the suspension. So if you can't clear a, a, a speed bump, that's your own damn fault when your car gets fucked up. Just saying that's your fault. You did that to your car. You voluntarily lowered your car to a point where it can't go over a speed bump. Or in my case, if I, if my car was lowered to four inches, I couldn't get into my driveway because I have a hard curb. My, my driveway doesn't actually say different driveways in different places. When I lived in Texas, driveways all sloped and slanted for drainage purposes. And so it was basically every driveway was like a ramp here. You have a hard curb so that there's kind of a, the drainage out in the street and it it continues like the drainage gutter in the street, whatever you, if you understand the, the different curbs, whatever, but it's a hard curb that you, there's a bump. Well, and I, I actually had a boss who had a, a Corvette. He lowered super low and he actually had to put hydraulics in his suspension to raise it up so he could pull into his into his driveway because the angle of moving into his driveway would scratch his bumper. <laughs> that is like he had to wear his license plate had to flip and move so that he wouldn't scratch his the body of his Corvette because he had it so low. And he's one of those guys where you see him drive around speed bumps and stuff like that because they can't actually clear them. Actually, there's a couple of guys at work that have the same problem. <laughs> I still say it's dumb. And I say I call them dumb on, on that shit all the time. Like, no, that's stupid. Your car's too damn low. Don't be stupid. You're you're literally paying money to pay more money to fix your car. Just saying. <laughs> but that was, that was my jackass of the week. It was. Until Sunday. And if you're one of those TV people, maybe a HBO fan, (laughs) you might be familiar with a little show called 
Game of Thrones. <laughs> so let's just jump in here. It's time for the Jackass of the Week. People are getting therapy to deal with the ending of Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a thing. I, I <laughs> that's the, if I I couldn't come up with a a better jackass of the week if I had to. Seriously. So Hold, I just have to collect my brain for a second because it's still fucking stupid, but the argument goes that people are so attached to the characters and the stories in these shows over so many years that they feel a sense of loss and they're just an emptiness that they just have to deal with because it's all gone. It's over. Oh my God. My game of Thrones is over. I can't go on. What do I do? There's no more Lannisters. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't be a fucking idiot. It's a fucking TV show. I was like, look, I, I'm I'm a I'm a straight up say I'm a bitch when it comes to movies and emotional shit. I get emotional. I I'm emotionally attached to the characters on Legends or on Agents of Shield. I am emotionally attached to the characters on Supernatural. And that's ending next year. My wife is actually very upset about that. And she's probably going to cry. And I might get emotional too. But you know what? I don't need fucking therapy to deal with the end of a TV show. It's TV. It's entertainment. I, I, I have the ability to separate a fictional universe that it lives inside the box and on, on my entertainment center from real things and things that are actually important in the world. There are people who obsess about these shows and these, I realize I'm about to attack like the entire concept of fandom. You've been warned. All of the fanboys and, and fangirls and the uber fandoms and the people who obsess over things. And I talked about this shit when we went to the Welcome to Night Vale show. These hyper obsessed fans who suddenly the thing that they're into becomes their life. And they identify with that thing as part of their life that eventually will have to end. And it suddenly breaks them because their entire personal identity is tied to this thing. That is a temporary source of entertainment. And then when it ends, they don't know what to do because it breaks their fucking psyche because they don't know how to deal if they don't have that thing in their life as a constant because they suddenly think that Game of Thrones or, or Supernatural or Welcome to Night Vale or whatever the fuck or the Mighty Ducks, I don't know, is suddenly it. it such a shaping important part of their life. No, it's a fucking show that you watch for entertainment purposes. And if you cannot separate that from the rest of the world and reality in your brain, then you don't need therapy to deal with 
the series finale, you needed therapy long time ago. You have emotional problems. You have attachment issues. You needed psychological therapy way before Game of Thrones came around. Way before you became a part of a fandom. You needed, you had issues. And you needed to have those issues dealt with. And Game of Thrones is not the thing. (sighs) Do you need therapy? Yes. Is it for Game of Thrones? No. It's because you have codependency issues or you have attachment issues or whatever the fuck. Somebody who is much more qualified to say this than me other than to say you actually need therapy for shit other than Game of Thrones. But the fact that you're spending money on therapy to get over the ending or to deal with Game of Thrones ending, or the fact that you think the ending sucked, or whatever, or you're pledging $10,000 to have them refilm the entire eighth season because the eighth season sucked, and I don't, I only know this because of the news about it, because I never watched the fucking show. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. I've, you're wasting your money if you're getting therapy over Game of Thrones. You should be getting therapy because you probably need therapy. That's it. Fuck, jackasses. Uh, Now that I've pissed off, like, half the world, I'm going to take another break. God, I'm going to get in so much trouble for this one. I'm going to take another promo break, and I'll be right back with recommended listening, where we're going to say goodbye to previous feature, More Gooder Than... Hey Topher, I was doing an etymology search because, well, who needs a reason? Turns out watch comes from the proto-Germanic word watchin, meaning be awake. Interesting if true, Billy. So our podcast, We Watched a Thing, really just means we stayed awake for something. Uh, Yeah, or at least most of it. Well, having been awake is about all the credentials we can really lay claim to when it comes to talking about movies. Speak for yourself, I've got legit IMDB credit. Well, all the visual effects experience in the world doesn't change the fact that you found passengers so emotionally touching that you cried. Oh yeah, taste guidelines from the cameraman who likes Jedi more than Empire, really? Ewoks are the best. Are they? Yes. And if you, dear listener, feel there aren't enough semi-informed cinematic opinions in your life, then a weekly dose of We Watched a Thing is for you. We Watched a Thing. We stay awake in everything. Find us at wewatchedathing.com or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else good podcasts are found. It's a mum. Hello, mum. And a daughter. Hello, Stacey. Just telling it like they think they ought. I'd love to meet a pirate. Raft your off. <laughs> Raft your off. Melodic sound of the flute. <laughs> They'll make you pee your pants when you laugh. Wet and magazine. Funny chat. Comedy bronze. Sketchy facts. Dog monk. And advice from a very wonky cat. Kipper. Ah. Raft your off. Sometimes sober. Raft your off. Cheese maggots. On Podbean and Apple Podcasts. If if you like hilarious chat and poorly researched facts, then Rough Giraffe is for you. You can follow us on Twitter at Rough Giraffe Pod or find us on Facebook. You can download and subscribe to the show on your favourite podcatcher. It's not like they don't know what they're getting. Recommended listening. Hey there, it's Chris from More Gooder Than, where we rate and dissect pop culture one argument at a time. 
I'm joined by my compadres, Corey Sasso. What it is, Home Trees. And Donnie the Big D Car. Que mas? For those of you that would be joining us for the first time, Corey, Donnie, and I each take the side of some piece of pop culture and try and sway the world to agree with our opinions on which one is most goodest, with a 100% money-back guarantee to entertain you in the process. So we've done which is goodest out of the Indiana Jones trilogy. We've also covered the twin film phenomenon like Armageddon and Deep Impact. We've also compared and contrasted excellent Bill Paxton performances. So if that's something that you guys like to enjoy, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and our website, mgtpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at mgtpodcast. Thanks, and check us out. More Gooder Than has recently announced that they are going to be ending the show with main episode 100. And I say main episode 100 because they basically do two episodes. They have like a main episode where they discuss the three points of, of pop culture movies. And they also between those, they have their goodie bag episodes where they tell you about what the topic is and they do like listener feedback and voicemail and, and discuss other shit. And, and so, yeah, they have kind of decided it's, it's time to call it quits. And of all reasons, it makes perfect sense because life gets in the way. And after three years of doing a podcast, you've, you've, you know, I believe they said they haven't actually missed a week. They, if they didn't have a new episode out, they had something else to throw out there. They did did a little special, whatever. So, but when you have to watch movies for podcasts and you're that consistent, and in their case, you have to watch three movies in most cases, you have a lot of time committal to creating your podcast besides, uh, producing the show and actually sitting down and recording and release and marketing and all the things that are involved in, making the podcast itself, the actually researching and watching all these movies when you do a movie show is a lot of work and it's a big time commitment. And when you have a family that becomes an issue and in their cases, it it kind of got to a point where they were putting podcast stuff ahead of family and, 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 and enjoyment of family. Not that they were putting the podcast in front of their family, but it'd be like, well, I want to do this thing, but like, I want to go and leave and go do and visit this thing and do this thing here. But I can't because we've, you know, the, the committal to the show. And eventually that starts kind of wearing on you, especially, like I said, in summertime when kids are out of school and you want to go on vacations and you want to go do the things, but you can't go do the things because you've got to put you've got to record a podcast. Or you've got to produce a bunch ahead of time. And that's a lot more work when, again, you're watching three movies for an episode. Oh, well, now you have to watch two or three episodes. So now you got nine or six, nine, 12 movies to batch record a bunch of shows. Um, we watched a thing, which I just played their promo for, took the month of May off. So they did an entire series for May. Uh, going through the entire Harry Potter season uh, series and batch recorded that entire thing. 
that and you can hear it and they talk about how tired they are after watching all the harry potter movies and talking about them back to back to back to back to back it starts wearing on you and eventually you know you gotta in 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 the hierarchy of work life family podcast balance at the end of the day when it's time to cut something off because you just can't keep going and it's not that you want to but something's got to give the podcast is always the first thing to go unless that is your job in 90% of situations the podcast is the first thing to go because again unless it's your job unless you're somebody who creates podcast for money and that's your your everyday and the without this podcast, I wouldn't have a living, which there are people like that. When it comes time to to cut something, you're giving up the show. And they've said that in, in they're looking into options so that they don't lose the show so that it stays available so that when they stop making the show that it just doesn't disappear you'll still be able to access it. They're probably, they're thinking about moving it to another service so that they can maintain it and make it available and do all the things, you know, but after episode 70, which is coming up soon, they are going to end the show. And I felt like I, I, it was worth revisiting the show and, and going back and mentioning this because it's a great show. And, you know, they're, they're good guys. It's a funny show. It's, it's, I've gotten, it's so cool listening to them talk about these different movies. Some of them I know, some I don't, some I've heard of, but I don't really know a lot about. And so it's been cool. And and if you've listened to me enough, when I talk about anybody who talks about movies, I love, I don't get to see a lot of movies. And so it's really cool for me to go back and to listen to them talk about movies because then I get to. I get to experience these films that maybe I haven't gotten to experience or experience them through somebody else's perspective or just sit there and scream at them when they start shitting all over a movie that I like, what can I do? <laughs> but don't you do that about everything anyway? But it's definitely one of those. They're, they're a regular part of my listening rotation and it's, they're definitely going to be missed. I know they've, they've said that there are other things they're looking at doing that, they they won't be leaving. <laughs> they won't be going away and riding off into the sunset. But this chapter with those three guys together doing this show has reached the end of the road. And so I just like to say goodbye, more gooder than, and thanks for the memories.
Was that a bit much? I don't know. I felt like I've used the bagpipes too much, too often. I'm probably going to offend somebody with that one, but I don't know. <laughs> I worked too hard to get that clip to not use it. I'm sorry. But that's going to be it for this week. <laughs> I've just pissed people off this week. I don't know why. I don't know why it turned into the Adam's going to piss people off show. But thank you for listening. You can get the links to all of the news stories and two more gooder than again they're still going to be around they're not going away completely they're just not making anything new but all the links are going to be in the show notes at odddadoutpodcast.com there you'll also find the links to connect with me in all of the social media places or to just get in touch with me in general including the oddballs facebook group go ahead and join i've been trying to do a lot more in there and just send a lot of funny dad jokes and funny shit and weird things and whatever i'm trying to do more in there again links on the website odddadoutpodcast.com you can join the group you can subscribe to the show you can sign up on patreon like my awesome sponsors chris from play comics heather from sunshine and power cuts kate from ignorance was bliss and lisa and sam from i shake my head you are all awesome and i will talk about you too if you go and sign up at patreon.com slash out, or just click the little thing on the homepage. I've said this a million times. It's all right there. You can find it. But rambling and, and throwing so many things at you all at once. Just look at all the things. It's all right there. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say it's guest of the month. Next week is a big one. Next week is episode 150 and I've got a special guest this month. And I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm just going to kind of drop it in there later in the week and see if you can figure it out. I don't know. I'll figure out how I'm going to do it. I don't know. <laughs> but I'll, I will unveil it later on. So maybe you should join the group and you'll find out. And if you support me on Patreon, you get it early. You get it early. I don't know why I went like that. Anyway, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing my mind if I had one to lose. All right, oddballs. I will see you next week. Thank you and good night.